Hello, lovely friends. Welcome to the Energy Report, your weekly astrological uh, update of uh, what to kind of expect with me, your host, Rebecca Conran, on the New Story Podcast. This week, we're going to be looking at the dates of February 17th to the 23rd, uh, but I want to let you know a couple things beforehand. If you enjoy this podcast, I also have some guided meditations available that are energy clearings on my website, Um, and uh, I have a new moon meditation, a full moon meditation, and this week I have a meditation for grounding to help with this uh, Mercury and Pisces energy uh, uh, and and the retrograde a little bit, uh, just providing a little bit more support for that. I do have Uh, some openings coming up here now for um, mentorship students. So my private mentorship course is uh, two and a half to four and a half months long. um, And it is a really in-depth, personalized, individual uh, course for each person that I see. You know, it's a little bit different. Uh, But I try to walk my clients through knowing how to utilize the right tools at the right time for them, giving them intuitive support and guidance, guidance from their spirit guides, um, and then, of course, directing them to look to their own guidance and validating them in that. Uh, So I have a couple of um, placements available, and uh, so it's two and a half months if you want to do weekly, but my recommendation is to really utilize the four and a half months and to um, take your time, be patient with yourself, uh, make the investment. And when you get to the end of that period, you will really see how much uh, you're growing uh, as reflected back by me as your uh, mentor and teacher. So that information I'm going to link in the show notes. And um, yeah, if that's something that you've been looking for, some you know more, um, some more immersive self-care, uh, then maybe that might be an option for you. And of course, I offer my one-on-one sessions um, with uh, coaching and clearing, energy clearing and holistic coaching sessions. They're a combination. Uh, I offer those uh, four days a week. And you can book that directly through my website, too. So if that is something that interests you, please visit my website, www.rebeccaconran.com. All right, my loves. So this week, we've got February 17th to the 23rd. The theme I've picked is I smile at life's mirror and see benevolence and beauty. That's actually taken from Gertrude Hershey's Mudras for Body, Mind, and Spirit Mudra deck, which is a really great resource to have if you like using mudras, which are basically uh, like hand yoga, and they help to clear energy in the body and to activate different organs, uh, release in different organs. Um, They are really amazing for meditation practice, and that is a deck that I just really recommend. So Gertrude Hershey's Mudras for Body, Mind, and Spirit. I smile at life's mirror and see benevolence and beauty. 
So this week, uh, some of the messages are that we might, might have to really look hard for that benevolence and beauty. Sometimes it's difficult, isn't it? Especially when we see uh, the terrible behaviors of others being outpictured into the world. Um, you know, I do want to say, though, loves, I want to say, um, you know, Australia just had the worst fires that it's experienced um, and in, in such a long time and devastating fires, devastating. Um, and um, now they're experiencing the heaviest uh, rainfall of something like 30 years or something like that. And I just thought, I just in my mind when I heard that, that they had this like tremendous rainfall that was putting out the fires now, I was thinking of all of those wonderful indigenous people, uh, the, the, you know, um, who utilize dancing and intention and their inventive, magical, intuitive power to become at flow with, with, uh, with the universe to help create things like that. And I just imagine how that would have been empowered by all the people around the world and, and all of you listeners who, who felt so deeply about those fires and such compassion flowed through you and that that collective mindset of wishing and willing for it to rain so hard. And here we are, you know, um, is, is it just science that it rained? Could be. It could be. Might it be a coincidence? Sure. But I like to think that um, when we put our collective energy into a focus point, okay? And, and, and bear with me on this. When we put our collective energy into a focus point, we make that thing happen. Conversely, when we put our focus point on Donald Trump... <laughs> 2015 and 2016. We also made that happen as a collective, right? So we have such power for good and for disruption. And, um, and sometimes disruption is, is beneficial in terms of waking us the fuck up, bottoming us out a rock bottom. Um, do we have to do things the hard way? No. No, we don't. Um, but sometimes that is the turn that life takes. But these are just things to think about, you know, because I like to philosophize and I like to think deeply about what's going on in the world and to think about and to imagine at this time that we actually have a power, an energetic power, that what we focus on can become increased, that we, we could focus our attention on the benevolence and beauty in the world, on the way to help, on the way to support, on the way to encourage, and that that can create such a massive shift in the world just as easily as if we focus on what's not working, what fucking sucks, how bummed we are, and how that creates more of that. Right? Am I making any fucking sense? I just lost my train of thought. Um, so, I smile at life's mirror, and I see benevolence and beauty. Thank you so much to Spirit in the universe for uh, and, and Mother Nature 
for the rains in Australia. And, you know, just wishing all of you, like, the ability to see in your lives that you can make magic happen out of nowhere, seemingly out of nowhere. You can make the most incredible things happen for yourself. So stay the course. Stay the course, loves. And this week more than ever, don't let pessimism, cynicism, take away that beautiful innocence that you have that childlike wonder that we need for you to regain. The tarot card this week is the Ten of Wands. And this says, are you trying to do too much? Are you refusing to use your voice and say no? Do you feel overburdened currently, like you're pushing a huge boulder of problems uphill? So this is the energy of the Ten of Wands. It, it says you might be pushing yourself in an oppressive and unsustainable way. And you might need to find a healing outlet for all of that pent-up energy. Maybe you're pushing and forcing yourself to know the answers. You should know this. You should know what to do next. You've got to make a choice. You've got to do this. When something feels painful and anxious in the body, it's time to stop what you're doing. It really is. It's time to stop pushing, to go back a step. Our choices, what we need to do in our lives, needs to come from a place of a relief, a relief when we make the choice, a relief, an excitement, a peace, not this pressure and this pain. If you are feeling that pressure and that pain, we need to step back and gather in our resources again, okay? And that might be just for a day, okay? But it might be for a week, it might be for a month. Check in with yourself about what you need. This card says that there is a massive opportunity right now for you to be kind to yourself. Delegate your physical work, if applicable. And, oh, hi, Momo Cat. And definitely free yourself of other people's emotional and mental responsibilities right now. As I'm going to discuss later on, we can feel this week that we're really in not even just this week, in general, we feel like we're in a marathon of learning and change right now, and we might feel a bit stuck. A change of perspective is on the horizon, and if you've had that change of perspective, we're being patient and we're waiting for that change in our, in our circumstances to catch up in divine timing. The ritual I've picked this week is to move anger. Your ritual this week, should you choose to accept it, is to get a little bit goofy, a bit silly looking, a bit ridiculous, and allow anger to move through your body without getting embarrassed. Do it in the privacy of your own, of your own attention, okay? So anger doesn't magically become compassion when we repress it and ignore it and try to meditate it away, okay? It becomes depression, because anger is a feeling, and feelings are sensory, and they need to move. They need to move in a physical way. Depression is repressed rage. Repressed rage. And as someone who dealt with um, chronic depression most of my life, and drug addiction that followed that, I can tell you, you might not feel rageful, you might feel nothing. 
you might feel numb, okay? That doesn't mean that your depression isn't repressing rage just because you feel numb. It means that you, not all of us manifest uh, our anger, our rage, our anxiety in the same way. It's not, not, not everybody feels hysterical, right? Sometimes people feel nothing. They feel completely numb. So that can also be a picture into some hidden, repressed anger and rage going on. So feelings need to move out, but in healthy and connection, connect, feelings need to move out, but in healthy and consciously connected ways. So this week, when you feel yourself at a boiling point, and we all have it, for me, it's when I see fucking Piers Morgan in the news, and I don't know what it is about that man, but he just makes me want to punch his face in. <laughs> and I'm like, love and compassion and beauty and benevolence. And I'll tell you what, it bums me out every time. I'm like, why this guy? Why does this guy make me so angry? But it's that sense of injustice, right? So... That might be something for you. Maybe it's like when you see that sense of injustice and you feel yourself boiling. Don't just hoard that energy in your body, you know. Don't just repress that in your body. Go and, and help your body to move that energy in a physical way. So when you feel yourself boiling, the ritual I'm offering up this week is take yourself home, light a candle, set an intention Okay, so the candle is because fire helps to purify energy. And when you're setting your intention, the intention is that the energy that you're about to move be transformed into its highest vibration through love and light. Okay, so you're going to set the intention of what you want to do with that anger and rage. You don't just want to like let it off into the atmosphere. You want to intend that that anger and rage be used for something useful, something loving, something helpful, okay? Then you're going to beat the shit out of a pillow, or you're going to scream into a fucking pillow, or you're going to head to the gym and pummel the punching bag, or you're going to take a boxing class, or you're going to just fucking run, or you're going to go to the thrift store and you're going to get some old plates if you've got some property or an outside and you're going to, in a nice, safe space, smash those fucking plates. <laughs> or maybe you can do what I like to do, which I like to put on PJ Harvey's long snake moan, and I dance my rage out. Okay, either way, make sure that you set that intention of where you're, what you're doing with this energy. You're moving it. And what do you want to do with this energy? You want to transform it into its highest vibration of love and light. But you want to move through your senses. Emotional energy needs to move through our senses, our physical body. So this week, make a conscious choice with how you're going to move your anger, how you're going to move your rage, the sense that comes from injustice and the suffering that we see in the world. We can shift this energy in healthy, expressive ways. So how are you going to move your anger this week? All right, my dears. So as we leave the Aquarian energy, on Monday, we're really going to feel that final degree of the sun in Aquarius because that 29th degree of any sign is always like the degree that holds 
this the energy of the entire sign it's a it's the release degree the full moon degree I like to call it so there's a lot of pressure that builds right before we shift into the next sign everybody that I interact with right now seems to be going through some sort of major life change at this time moving to new cities changing careers having babies you know sometimes many changes going on at once we are completely restructuring our lives. This is so in like alignment with all the Capricorn energy. This is absolutely the time to do this. It's the time to restructure our lives, to refigure out our uh, duty and agenda. And, um, you know, especially in regards to how we balance our feminine and masculine principles within and create an, a nice, even expression of these energies and then as we take both those energies the feminine and the masculine and we choose the highest expression of them as opposed to toxic femininity toxic uh, masculinity right so there's a lot going on there's a lot been going on the days of striving for money alone are gone for those that are on the path of self-realization okay that that kind of capitalist idea why we're doing stuff for like um, approval. If you're on a path of self-realization, you've already had the inclination that probably this is not something that you're going to, is sustainable for you, you know. Um, there may be choices ahead for you, many options, and it's easy to let that turn into anxiety. So as we start this week with this you know, uh, final degree of this Aquarius energy, Aquarius helps us to free ourselves so maybe we're freeing ourselves from different identities that we no longer um, resonate with. The sun is identity, right? Aquarius, the Aquarius identity uh, doesn't want to be trapped by other people's um, ideas or it's, it's like, don't tell me how to be, you know, I've got to figure that out for myself and I've just got to be myself. And not only that, but I just want everybody to be able to be themselves and to have the love and the resources that they need. This is very Aquarius energy. So it's easy to feel anxious right now with all these choices on the horizon and all of these changes. But when we're really experiencing that anxiety, we're not being connected to our bodies. We are overthinking, overanalyzing, and that means that we're not present. It's like it, if you feel anxious, it's such a big call in that, in, just like that, in that exact moment, come back down to earth, connect into your body, get grounded. With our Mercury and Pisces retrograde transit, it's so easy to be ungrounded for one. And for two, we're revisiting the dream, the dream that we hold for our lives. We're checking in with what we can move forward with, what still needs to shift, we're re-visualizing that dream, reimagining it. It's and that's so important. It's so important to imagine your life and your goals and to experience them in the body through the imagination, through your dream life. Because if you're not imagining what that life will look like, you're probably not going to create it. We have to almost taste it, you know? Almost taste it. Just like if you've got like a, like a, 
lovely piece of fruit in your fridge and you're hungry and you're going home and you're thinking about that fruit and you're like, mm, it's going to taste so good in my mouth and I love the way that this is tastes and the texture and the smell of it. This is the same thing. We need to be able to do this with our dreams. So this is an amazing time to do that, to really taste and feel and see our dreams through our imagination right now. So it's definitely a time, though, requiring deep reflection and patience. Uh, it's a creative time, which is wonderful. Many people I know, including myself, are feeling the creative flow very strongly right now. We're making paintings, we're making songs, we're wanting to make stuff to create. Um, go with that. This is an excellent opportunity right now to be deep in our creative process. Um, Know that this winter marathon that we've been in internally, it is moving into its final stage. And that's going to come here. It's going to start the final stage on Tuesday the 18th when sun enters Pisces. Happy birthday, Pisces. So Pisces is the last sign of the zodiac. And as such, it's like the end of the energetic year. It's our energetic uh, end of year um, uh, reminder. And um, it also means that coming up soon, we got the beginning of the new energy year and that lovely fiery, airy ignition, which helps us to birth all these ideas. Uh, whatever babies have been gestating, it helps us to birth that into the world. So the sun represents, again, our identity. It's how we express ourselves. And collectively in Pisces, we're going to express ourselves sympathetically, sensitively, and creatively. We feel more vulnerable, and we appreciate the vulnerability in others under this transit. As we feel more sensitive, though, we can also be prone to addictions. Because as we try to escape our painful realities, rather than facing them head on, we can try to evade reality. The biggest advice for this Pisces season is to be aware of your own energy and don't take on the problems of others via over-empathizing. Boundaries are key. Um, also, just like during this season, sometimes we do see more people having struggling and having a hard time feeling suicidal, uh, passing over because the veil is so thin. And it's just really important to stay sober. Maybe this this Pisces season is an opportunity for you to just choose sobriety for this like 30 day period. You know, um, you can do your Pisces cleanse, right? And that might be the best way for you to wrap up the loose ends of what you need to do. Um, and you know, you can get sober from anything. Maybe you get, are getting sober from a person, a relationship, a situation, whatever you need to like choose sobriety in this is a great time to choose it. A really, really great time to focus inward, to meditate, to get clear, uh, because it is foggier than usual right now. It is. So if we want clarity, we're going to have to go that extra step to make sure that we are staying physically very clear and away from our obsessions and addictions. And again, boundaries, so important. On the same day, the moon is conjunct Mars, both in Capricorn. Okay. So with the moon and Mars working together, both in Capricorn at the same degree on the same day, 
this energy year finale in Pisces, it might be colored by a need to align with our spiritual and physical duties more clearly. We're considering if we are our inner authority or if we've given that power away to a boss, a lover, or a family member and taking back that power for ourselves. We're also considering deeply our sense of security. How do we protect and provide for ourselves? And then is it both fulfilling and sustainable as it is? So remember that Mercury is currently newly retrograding through Pisces. So things are definitely more foggy and complicated than usual. So use this time to think of pathways, to imagine new pathways, to create new pathways without necessarily jumping forward just quite yet. Be patient. Be patient because we might not always be seeing things exactly how they are. And also, even if we're ready to move forward, the world around us may not be. It may be that we have a few more red, you know, we have more red tape than usual as the whole, you know, collective is more internal right now. Um, so another thing with this Mercury retrograding through Pisces on the same day, we might not have a clear picture one way or another, but we need to keep trusting our instincts to feel our way through. Okay. Trust your feelings. Um, now people often ask me, well, how do I know? Because sometimes I feel just crazy. Well, that means that there's a lot of energy that needs clearing. There are a lot of emotions that need like attention and realization. If you feel that you can't move forward with your intuitive guidance because you feel emotionally reactive, um, you know, emotional reactions are much different than feeling our intuitive guidance through our, um, through our sensory feelings. So be patient with yourself and with any decisions you're making right now. If you do feel emotionally reactive, if it doesn't feel like it's coming from a, a, a solid, relief, brave, calm place within then slow down, you know, slow down and maybe give yourself permission to not choose to percolate, to trust and say, you know, when it's the right time, it'll feel like a yes. And I won't feel so um, upset around it. So slow down, make the effort to pay greater attention to what's right in front of you, get really present Sometimes what can help if you're in that moment of really overthinking is to just go and move energy, do some exercise, you know, sleep on it. Uh, these things really help us to break uh, unhealthy, unconscious patterns. Okay, so big day uh, straight off the bat moving into this week. The next uh, major transit I want to talk about is Friday the 21st. Mars in Capricorn is going to square both is going to square Chiron and Aries, and then it's going to trine Uranus and Taurus. So this could be quite a fiery day. Mars is energy. It's our energy force within us. And it's currently in the sign of Capricorn. And it's focused towards our ambitions, our work, our life career, uh, our other um, uh, material goals, including our physical health. And it's going to clash with Chiron, right? So Mars is going to clash with Chiron on this day, which is our spiritual wounds. And it's in Aries, which is the sign of I am. 
So we might feel frustrated in not being able to fully realize or activate our spiritual goals right now. Perhaps we feel like we've journeyed so far with our healing and we're still not where we want to be. Well, I've done so much work. This is one of the most routine things I hear from people. I've done so much work on myself. If you are saying to yourself, and I mean this with the deepest compassion, like I don't take this lightly and this is in no way a judgment or a shaming because this is a totally fair thing to be going through. It is fucking frustrating. But if the words are in your thought process or come out of your mouth, I've done so much work already. I should be blah, blah, blah. I promise you, you have more work to do. I promise you. I, I, I don't even mean that in any kind of funny way. But the biggest signal to me that there's more work to do is when we think that we are going to be done with our healing work. When we have some sort of end goal in mind and an expectation and we're frustrated because we've not met our own expectation, believe you me, there is a change in perspective that needs to come and it will come. So if you're feeling that way, if you're feeling held back and limited and sick and tired of feeling sick and tired, it is really time to stop pushing, stop striving, even in your healing work, and really nurture, nurture. And that means, what am I eating? How am I taking care of myself? How am I being just kind and gentle? Maybe I need more rest. Maybe I could just walk aimlessly through the park today. You know, maybe I need to play. When's, it, when's the last time I just colored? These are all things that help us to nurture. So Mars square Chiron, our wounds are being activated. Frustration may be coming up. Anger. But Mars in Capricorn is also going to trine Uranus and Taurus on this day. So trines are... Uh, harmonious transits. Uranus represents change and it's working harmoniously with Mars. So there's an opportunity here for you to free yourself, to change, you know, and these transits are really making us more aware of our wounds, but also more inventive in our healing and more apt to make changes. I'll tell you what, I'm one of the bravest people I know, and I'm also ridiculously talented. I mean, I'm an, I'm a great artist and I fucking have to do the work all the time. <laughs> I have to do the work all the time. I've been flattened on my ass more times than I can count, more times than I can count. And I, and I still have to do the work. I still have to do the work. Is it easier as time goes by? For sure. And also I trust more and now I have the experience to trust in my experience. So when, when, when things are hard, I now have the experience to go, well, I've gotten through this before and I've had success come through it before and I know what it's like to have it be hard. And so in that, when I'm in a period of difficulty, I don't have resistance to it anymore. You know, if I feel like crying, I just let those tears come up and I, and I do the work then and there in the present in real time. And so you can do that too. 
and you just have to be patient with yourself and give yourself the opportunity to grow into that. Um, but yes, uh, this might be a frustrating day on Friday the 21st of February. The final transit I'm going to talk about this week is Sunday the 23rd. It's a new moon in Pisces. Uh, and on this day, the moon and Mercury are also going to be conjunct also in Pisces. So we've got moon, sun, Mercury, all in Pisces. We are feeling, thinking, and identifying like a collective Piscean. Again, we're at the end of our energy year. Uh, Pisces is the last sign in the zodiac. It carries with it a bit of energy of all the signs. It's a deeply rewarding energy, but it is complicated and can be difficult sometimes, especially if we have a hard time not aligning with our surroundings. So our reactions are going to be sensitive at this time. We might feel pretty unfocused. We could be experiencing psychic overload or um, compassionate overload or perhaps excessive daydreaming and numbing, so escaping, you know? Again, using your grounding practical self-care tools can help you to anchor into your present. I have my meditation on my website to help you ground at any time if that's something that uh, is helpful to you. So new moons begin a new emotional cycle, and this one sets us up to close this, ener- this past year out um, How far have you come in the last 12 months? If you're like me, so much has changed. I live in a different place. I have done different things. I am, in some respects, a different person, you know, than I was a year ago. And I'm sure you are too. Honor your personal wins and successes this month, especially as we're in the the review, the mental review period of Mercury Retrograde. This is a great time to allow yourself to review where you've been and pick out all those wins and successes and toot your own horn. You know, it's important to be confident about where, what your strengths are, you know, and that is, that is just really, you get to claim that. And there's no reason why you can't say that out loud. Um, this is also a really good time to be creative and to focus on healing through creativity, so expressing your emotions through your creations. Again, your dreams may be a vivid place of intuitive information at this time. Pay attention to any messages you're receiving, any repeat uh, symbols that you're seeing, and look them up. Google those symbols, uh, that brown bear you might be seeing in all your dreams or whatever. Have a look at what that means in the dream interpretation. Gather your own interpretation by doing some research. Flashes of insight may be coming through meditation and spiritual practice at this time. Again, this is just a really good time to do spiritual stuff. We can really connect in with this that uh, infinite supply of unconditional love that is available to us through spirit. That well is never empty, and this is an amazing time to tap into that. But you've got to create the space to be able to tap into that. Pisces rules the subconscious and the unconscious workings uh, of us, so we might need to take responsibility for what is hiding still in the recesses of our souls, and our frustration can show us what that is. Our frustration, our depression, our anxiety, it really is information to let us know what is hiding in the recesses of our souls. Typically what's hiding is a younger version of you 
that really needs your parental guidance. You as mother and father, it needs you to go, hey, I'm running the show here. I'm the authority here. Let me show you that we're safe. Let me show you how we're nurtured. We've got to find a way to temper our extremes on this new moon. This new moon is about finding balance between being in the world and of it. You know, there's that quote, to wear the world like a loose cloak around your shoulders. So don't over-identify with the suffering in the world. You know, look for the beauty. You can as easily identify with the beauty in nature as you can the uh, pain in humanity. There's an opportunity here with this new moon to find a way to infuse all perspectives with more love and more compassion. But we've got to, you know, see where we see things in black and white and right and wrong and good and bad. And we have to start to see things in their divine, in their divine way, with the divine power that lies in everything. We need to start witnessing that in the world so that it can become the focus of our world to a greater degree. Um, how do I see the divinity and perfection in myself so that I can also see it in my fellow man. That is the attunement of Pisces. How do I see the divinity and perfection in myself so that I can also see it in my fellow man? That's the highest, de that's the highest degree of uh, this energy, right? This transit highlights our compassion, creativity, altruistic love, romance with life, social freedom, our ability to be adaptable, and of course, again, our imagination. But it will also bring out the shadow side, addiction, escapism, pessimism, indecisiveness, self-pity, and obsessions and compulsions. So you just have to be aware. Stay awake. Be awake. Uh... You know, it's so interesting that we have that saying to stay woke. You know, stay woke, stay conscious, stay sober. Take good care of yourself. Take good care of yourself. Be gentle. Again, loves, uh, if you are looking for something to really anchor down into where you can learn greater tools to uh, take care of yourself, perhaps... Uh, my mentorship is something that would work for you. If you need a payment plan, we can work on that, of uh, breaking your pay your uh, mentorship payment into um, two or three payments. And uh, again, if you need some clearing support or uh, some guidance, you can contact me for my one-on-one -on -one sessions. Uh, book them directly through my website, www.rebeccaconran.com. Thank you to all of our patrons who help to support uh, by giving energy back into the energy report. If you'd like to support the uh, New Story podcast and me, you can make a donation of any amount via either Venmo or by becoming a patron. Uh, there are some free meditations available uh, for patrons uh, on the patron creator page. And uh, and that's it for me this week, loves. Uh you can also get my record, Yin, uh, which is available on all streaming platforms. It's a sound bath in itself. It's only 26 minutes long, a great meditation tool, Yin, on Spotify and iTunes and Tidal and all of that. Uh, just look me up. 
And uh, I look forward to connecting with you next week and each and every one of you individually and just sending you so much love. Bye-bye.